Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. How's everyone doing? Can you hear that in the background? That's my blinker. This is a car cast. Hey, everybody. It's October 1st, 2017. Maybe you found this one in the future. Maybe you're finding it right now. I'm your host, Dave Neal, and this is what we do. I, uh... Uh, I'm doing a little October sweeps. I'm doing double episodes, two episodes a week for October. So I'm doing solo episodes on Mondays, and then Wednesday night I'm dumping the uh, group episodes. Uh, if you're all caught up, I think we're at 245 or so. If we're all caught up, you would have seen my last one with my buddy Jeff, who 23 minutes into the podcast, I find out he's dating a porn star. And, you know, my apologies for, you know, trying to play it cool. Like, what are you supposed to do when you find out your buddy's dating a porn star? I mean, I, I mean, granted, I didn't really know Jeff, but um, I guess there's no way. And also, what qualifies as a porn star? I think, I think comics have asked this question in the past. Like, you know, like, like in movies, you're an actor. You're not a star. You're not just Tom Cruise. But in porn, if you do it, you're a star, right? You're just a porn star. You don't want to be like, you know a versatile everyman character in a porno. You don't want to be like the guy who like works in every porno, but you don't recognize him. He's just like the seventh character in a porno. You need to be the star. So anyway, he's dating a porn star. And, uh, just like you guys listening, I think he said what he was like, uh, he said his girlfriend's name was like Dana Dearmon or something. And, um, of course, like Tosh and I are both like, all right, well, we're going to have to Google that right after the episode. And sure enough, I did. I Googled it while I was stuck in traffic, which was probably not something you should do in traffic. But aren't we all guilty of doing things like like they say, don't text and drive? Well, I'm podcasting and driving right now. But you know what, though? Podcasting and driving is probably one of the safer things I can do while I'm driving. I've got my eyes on the road. I'm sure I'm holding a microphone in my hand, but I'm uh, astute with my uh, attention. Anyway, so uh, I don't want to ramble too much today but I, I wanted to get into a few things i um i had i had some of the funniest things happen to me this weekend i uh, i went to a campfire on the beach this is a beach called dockweiler dockweiler is the coolest beach in the world it's basically so so los angeles and san diego and malibu and all these towns on the coast there's just just miles of beach land it's just you know, hundreds of miles of beaches, but right where LAX is, the airport, I'm sorry if this sounds super dumb to people who live on the West Coast, but, you know, for for my foreign listeners, if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, LAX, Los Angeles International Airport, is right on the coast, so there's nothing you can really do with that that land right there you got planes flying overhead so they made this epic beach that's got all these um kind of cement uh fire pits and uh it's basically first come first serve you go to these these beaches and uh, anyway tasha's friend uh wanted to get together and do the beach so we showed up and by the way my new thing when i show up to like parties where everyone's bringing something do you gotta bring enough food for yourself just in case other people shit shit the bed you know what i mean like no one like what like i was expecting because this girl we we're going to see our friend ashley she's like mid-20s she's younger so i was like these th- people in their 20s suck at parties at bringing 
good food. You know what I mean? They just, like, bring the shittiest of food. And boy, was I right. I showed up with three large Domino's pizza. Because, you know, we could have brought hamburgers and shit, but I didn't know what the grilling supplies would be at this fire. And I didn't know if it was, like... Uh, you know, just just a wood fire or charcoal. I didn't know what the deal was. But anyway, I was bringing three large Domino's pizzas because I know I wanted at least one for myself. And, you know, I felt like I was going to have to ration some of these pies off to the other folks. Well, sure enough, we get there. And the only thing everyone else brought was a thing of ketchup and a dozen hot dogs. And, of course, a couple sticks for the hot dogs to, like, you know, you know, like the, the, the extended um, pitchforks so you could, like, roast it over the fire. And I'm just thinking, these motherfuckers expected us to go spend the night. I mean, we weren't there overnight, but spend several hours at a campfire. And all we're going to do is pinch together a couple hot dogs. Like, uh-uh. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, this isn't my first rodeo, folks. You know what I mean? So, anyway, I was the superstar who brought the, uh extra pizzas but we get we're on our way and ashley texts us she's like hey i'm gonna need you guys to pick up some more firewood and i'm thinking who firewood and i'm thinking who dropped the ball on the firewood like clearly someone's job was to get firewood and they obviously didn't get enough like if you're gonna be doing a campfire for several hours you need some firewood. I go to Ralph's, your, your uh, family grocery store, and the firewood's $8.99 a bushel. That's kind of expensive uh, for, you know what I mean, to just literally spark into the air. But uh, we had to do what we had to do. We brought a couple bushels of firewood, three, um, three pies, you know, three pies of Domino's. Uh, and, um, and we had a good time and, um, I brought my little JBL speaker. Cause I was like, you know, you never know. Like, I don't want to be the asshole who brings a speaker to some sort of like spiritual, like we're just going to listen to the uh, sound of the crackling fire and the waves crashing. Cause you know, we're right in the sand, right on the water. But uh, I was like, yeah, maybe this turns into a dance party. Who knows? We might get freaky. So I had a few drinks. Next thing you know, we're doing like real old school, um, you know, old school for my generation. It's like, uh, you know, Sugar Ray. We did Sugar Ray. I just want to fly. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your... You know, I always fuck up the lyrics, whatever. We did um, that. that um, what's this? Oh, we did, a, we did a bunch of like uh, Latino music, like Gasolina and... Um, and suavemente and anyway we're, we're we're dancing we're doing our thing and i was like i was like so so there's other campfires around and there's like you know i don't know there's this i feel like i feel like this is the thing you do when you're old or you're a teenager right because if you're in your 20s chances are you're probably going to the bars doing whatever but you know we're, we're old people now so we're like all right we'll go to go go to the fire watch the sunset this and that and then so it's us and surrounded by like parties of 15 year olds and i was like i was talking to my buddy darren i was like it would be so funny if like we're we're bumping this music because i was bumping this song called um it's called it's got something to do with havana it this is i should look it up there's the chick who was in fifth harmony oh fuck i don't want to look it up what's the girl's cabela is that her name i'm gonna look it up now Hold on, bear with me, folks. This is going to get dynamic. So the chick from Fifth Harmony left Fifth Harmony, so now they're Fourth Harmony, and um, some, it's called something Havana. Anyway, I heard this, I heard this song the other night, and it's the fucking most catchiest song ever. Oh, I found it. Yes. All right, I got. I'm going to play just a few bars of it. This song is so fucking good. Oh, hold on. How do I turn it off? The 
Hold on. I gotta turn my Bluetooth off. Jeez, it's playing an advertisement. What the fuck? Anyway, this song is catchy as fuck. Here it is. fucking song can I keep playing it oh yeah so I was like dude like what how funny would it be if like or because we're playing this song it's like a 15 year old singing it and I'm like how funny would it be if like all these you know we're like listening to it and then we turn around and there's like a bunch of like teenagers who are like right behind us partying and sure enough after the song's over we these people walk by and go oh my gosh we love that song and these like bunch of 15 year olds start dancing I'm like all right we're creeps so anyway, back to the song. Maybe I'm late to the party. Do you guys know this song? Anyway, so that's how you know you jumped the shark when you're at the campfire and a bunch of 15-year-olds, like, ironically like the same music as you. But, it, I mean, the, the irony is it's, 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 it's cool for them, but I'm liking it because I'm... Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Why does it always feel creepy when, like, a, like an adult talks about liking things that teens would like? I'm not trying to, like, give them Smirnoff ices. Anyway, I had to turn it off. I don't want to violate any of their licensing terms. But it was a fun time. We had a good, we had a blast. I'll post a video. I did a little, uh, I did a little dance by the campfire. So I'm gonna post a video. Um, fuck, it's been a whirl. What a weird weekend. What else happened? Oh, geez. So then the next morning. Okay, okay. So this is how it goes. So the next morning, of course, I ate a pie. I ate a pizza. I had, I uh, you know, I had some edibles. Whatever, whatever. I had to, I had to go to the bathroom. And I swear, the fucking you live with some, you live with your chick. And you don't even get like that. We share, you know, we have one bathroom, okay? Spoiler alert, not that successful yet. Yet. Stay positive. No limitations. So we got one bathroom, you know what I mean? Like, we got to share that shit. We got to let each other know when we're doing our things. But I was like, hey, I'll be right back. Whatever. Lock the door. We were just watching, um, oh, jeez. We just watched the Lady Gaga documentary, Five Foot Two. You guys seen this shit? It only got a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I promise you... Uh, no lie, I cried several tears during this documentary. It's just it's just amazing seeing somebody accomplish their dreams. Do you know what I mean? There's something so simple to just appreciating the that feeling of love and gratitude and just getting to the finish line. And the whole documentary is about her getting ready for the halftime show. And of course, uh, you know, she got to perform the halftime show as my Patriots won the Super Bowl 51. And it was, it was just amazing. It's on Netflix, whatever, go check it out. It was a blast. But anyway, we watched the, uh, the documentary, but probably for licensing rights or whatever, they didn't actually show the halftime 
the Lady Gaga's halftime. So I put it up on my phone and I airplayed it to my TV. So I was airplaying the actual halftime show. It's like 12 minutes long, but I was like, you know, just, you know, last time I watched the halftime show was during the Patriots game. The Patriots were getting their ass kicked. They had, they had yet to make their imp- impromptu comeback. So I wasn't really enjoying the halftime show because I'm an asshole, masshole fan, and I was just too in, in my head. So we watched it, whatever. Um, I watch on airplay, then I go to use the bathroom. So I'm, I'm in the bathroom, you know, doing my thing. I, I leave the bathroom several minutes later, and my chick, a.k.a. Tasha, is belly laughing on the couch. And Tasha doesn't laugh. I mean, she laughs, but, like, she, she had that laughter that you only do when you see, like, your boy, your boyfriend fall down the stairs. Like, she was laughing like I fucked up, but I didn't know why she was laughing so hard. And then she showed me, it turns out, my cell phone was still connected to the tv so that whole time i was taking a shit in the bathroom and i was scrolling through facebook she could watch it on the tv and then all of a sudden the tv went blank and then she heard the toilet flush and so then i come out you know after i wash my hands whatever and she's just belly laughing so she posted a she took a video of this so i'll have to post it i'll have to post it on the sex actually page um so the video of just the TV of, of and of course, what, you know, I'm reading some like, you know, Trump Facebook comment thread. What, what a, I mean, how much time do you guys do this? Do you guys just get stuck in these wormholes on Facebook of people disagreeing with shit? Like, are we getting anywhere in society or are we getting more polarizing? I'm looking at you liberals. I'm looking at you conservative. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm on a side anymore. I think there's a slim group of people that are rational and maybe I'm not, maybe this is me. I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to, I'm a little biased here that say, Hey, you know, there's, there's always two sides to a story. There's, it's not all black and white. There's a lot of blurred lines out there. So everything's got, I'm not, I mean, on Trump, there aren't too many blurred lines, but you know, whatever, maybe there are, you know, he's got, he's gotten certain things that he's got points about. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm a conservative. I'm not. I think I, I think, uh, technically I'm a Democrat, but I, I have no problem switching party lines, um, to vote for who I want to vote for and, and, and whatever. But anyway, are we getting there folks? Or are we just getting more political? Are we getting more polarized based on, you know, finding information, you know, confirmation bias, finding things online that just prove the point we already had in our head? I would just love for once for my mom to call me and be like, you know what, Dave? Trump, he's kind of a piece of shit. And maybe I shouldn't have voted for him. I don't know. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe we should just all uh, take this time to donate to Puerto Rico. Uh, boy, here I am just dancing to this Havana song, and we got Puerto Rico underwater with no electricity. Does anyone else feel guilt? What are we going to do? I don't know. Why don't we just start by being kind to each other? I know, I know that's not some crazy thing that you can just, you know, that's not going to save everyone's lives, but maybe if we could show a little compassion, we'll get a little bit farther than just trying to prove our points online. Social media is the 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 thing that unifies and destructs like never before you've got arab spring and all these crazy remember like all these crazy movements that happened because of twitter and shit i mean i i wouldn't know how most of my family if it wasn't for facebook right i mean i met a lot of my family because the internet came out i didn't i met my dad 
because the internet came out. Do you understand? Like, like because they Googled and found me. Like, I didn't, I didn't know parts of my family. Not blaming anybody. My mom had left my dad when she was pregnant with me. I didn't even know the man. Now, next thing you know, I'm 20 years old. And they Googled and found, you know, my aunt's information because she was an actress. And were able to kind of Google her. And... I was able to reconnect with family from the other side. So there's, be- there's, there's just beautiful things that are out there that we can use the internet for. Like, I, I, I'd be okay if all I watched for the rest of my life were YouTube videos of military vets, you know, surprising their kid at a hockey game. At ha- you know what I mean? Like, I would love if every video I watched was just baby basset hounds running around and you know ladies that are reunited with a pack of wolves that they helped save five years earlier like i love that shit but instead you know humans i mean naturally we're just the shitty people aren't we i mean i want to i want to give us some benefit of the doubt but you know collectively we just uh we're dropping the ball right now and i think i think here's where i'll give the benefit of the doubt i think we all want love i do but fear in some cases can be almost as strong as love. I don't want to say fear is as strong as emotion as love. Nothing is stronger than love, but people do some crazy shit out of fear. Um, that in, in, in that can go with, with race, gender, uh, political issues, national issues. You know, it's just, uh, we're just all afraid, but you know, my coworker today at my side job, he's uh, Octavio. He's this Mexican guy. He's the hardest working motherfucker that I know. He got yelled at by this homeless white dude. Go back to your country. <laughs> and, and Octavio, he's a nice, he's a nice guy. This guy tried to punch him. It's just fucked up, man. But there's a lot of crazies out there and we all can't, you know, when we got, we got to kind of like, stop being so passive with how we kind of rule what's in our eyesight. If we can control things, if we can like stick up for each other, that's it. That's the most important thing we can do because it's overwhelming to go, Oh geez, I can't control what happens in Charlottesville. I can't control what's going on over there and over here. It's like, yeah, I hear that. But what we can do is help the old lady walk across the street, share the podcast on iTunes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that. But we can do like the little things and it's just one brick at a time, you know, because I want to make this a little bit more positive than just say like, oh, it's hopeless, whatever. No, like there's, there's something happening out there, folks. There is. Um, it might get a little ugly before it gets better, but I think, I think what's, I think what's happened, like the critical mass is that we've got a giant world population that's that's becoming enlightened and the truth hurts folks equality hurts um you know it it's it's going to come with some growing pains and the squeaky wheel gets to grease and the loud asshole bully goes viral on facebook for being a piece of shit i mean more often than not more people than not are good people we wouldn't surround ourselves with assholes we wouldn't but they're out there and they're getting the they're getting the spotlight put on them so we'll see what happens. Holy shit. Where'd my phone go? I lost my phone. I was playing that stupid Havana song. I wanted to like read this. I had, I had a really good, where the fuck did it go? Hold on guys. How's everyone doing today? You doing all right? I lost it. No, I got a, oh jeez. Hold on. I'm going to pause this. Okay. I'm back. I lost my phone. 
I've been losing so much shit lately. I have one of those easy passes. You know the transponders where you drive through the HOV lane and it beeps? Well, mine's Velcro to the to to my you know, the inside of my rearview mirror, like right on, the, on my front windshield. And sometimes it gets so hot outside that the Velcro, that the sticky shit melts and it falls off. And, you know, I got to drive a lot. I had a stand-up show in Orange County. It's like an hour drive. I get in my car last week and my transponder's gone. And I got, you know, I got my $300 Beats headphones sitting right there. I'm like, no one stole my transponder and left all this other shit in my car. Like my car wasn't broken into. My transponder's missing couldn't find it throw some shit out i I go to i I, uh, i'm filling up at the gas station i had some um dunkin donuts i bag i threw that out i threw some other shit out and then i'm leaving and i'm on the highway and i go oh shit did i throw my transponder out and i was like i would have never thrown it's like the size of like an old nintendo cartridge i don't know why you know if you're not born in the 80s you probably have no idea what i'm talking about but like it's a it's a small little plastic like waffle size you know like um lego my ego waffle sized thing excuse me so i'm going i'm going like what the fuck did i do it i pull over on the side of the highway to re-examine my car i cannot find it and i was like oh shit i think my transponder fell into my dunkin donuts bag my little Dunkin' Donuts breakfast sandwich that I got. Yep, I had a, I had some carbs, folks. I'm trying. <coughs> Excuse me. And I go, oh, it's at the gas station. It's in the trash. I had to go do my stand-up show, drive back an hour. So it's three hours later. And I go, I'm going to that fucking gas station, and I'm finding my transponder. Folks, I was I dug through a gas a gas station trash. Do you know? Do you know how much AIDS I have on me now? I'm not trying to be insensitive to people with AIDS, um, but I think I I think I contracted several diseases. I I had I got something wet on my elbow. That's how deep I went into the trash to try to find my transponder. Didn't find it. Got all the way to the bottom and I never found the Dunkin' Donuts bag. And I knew exactly which trash I I dumped it into. But then the trash must have gone into the gar into the bigger garbage. Like so, but in the three hours that I was gone, somebody moved it. And here's the thing: if I went into the dumpster, like next step, if I went from picking the trash to then picking the dumpster, there's no turning back because I would have gotten so upset with finding this transponder that I would, that I would have wait, you know what I mean? I would have been spent so much time at that point that I couldn't come out with no for an answer, but I kind of just decided, you know what? All right. It's not meant to be. So now, but now I still don't know if the transponder was stolen or not. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta put that effort together to go online and remember what my stupid password is. Cause I never know what my fucking password is. For everything I do, like I went to use Starbucks the other day, my app wouldn't open, it wanted my password, I was like, alright, I'm paying cash, fuck this shit. Because I had, I had like one, I had one password back in the day, right? Middle name, that's all it was. Boom, you have your password. Everyone's password was their middle name, right? Or, you, or just password, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever it was. And then all of a sudden, they want their first letter capitalized, slap on a two, throw an exclamation mark, question mark. And then it starts to be like, all right, which one is it? And then you try three and you're locked out. And then and then after a while, it's like, oh, this one's too close to the last one. And you go, oh, shit, I can't even use my middle name anymore. So you just start throwing random words together. And then the thing tells you how much of a bitch you are. It's like, nah, this is kind of a weak password. And it's like, no, motherfucker, you're a weak password. No one's trying to guess my passwords. So anyway, 
10 years later of this shit, and I have no idea what any of my passwords are for anything. I have an app on my phone that stores all my passwords, and it's all incorrect. I've got so much doubt. I want to start over, and I wish I could just start over in life, choose a password, and never fucking change it. Never change it. But that's just not going to happen. So now every time I type a password in for something, I got 25 options. I'm locked out of it before I even know which syllables are right. Anyway, so I lost my easy pass. What was the point of all that? Oh, I lost my phone. I just keep losing shit in my car, and there's nowhere for it to go. So I think someone's fucking with me. Anyway, I'll read a question. I'll get out of here. I'm going to read this question. It's it's a little bit long, but I kind of like it. Um, my boyfriend likes really long, drawn-out blowjobs. Okay, that's not even a question. That's just a... That's just her bragging. Uh, she put a que- she put a question mark at the end of it. So let me try to read that as if it's a question. My boyfriend likes really long, drawn out blowjobs. We've been together two years. In the beginning, I'd give him quite a few quicker blowjobs under fifteen minutes, with a few long, drawn out forty five minute blowjobs. What the fuck? Who's getting their dick sucked for forty five minutes? Is everyone listening to this with me thinking the same thing? 15 minutes is a short blowjob? Oh, my gosh. This chick must have lockjaw. She goes, but nowadays, anytime it comes to oral and penis and vagina is not involved, he likes long blowjobs. She spelled long with three O's. I mean, I just finished giving him a two-hour blowjob. He asked me to stop for a few seconds when he thinks he's too sensitive and about to come so that we can draw it out longer. He loves dirty talk, and so during them, I'll speak dirty to him and all of that, and he says he likes to think of all of the things I'm telling him. This leads to super long blowjobs where I have to be super excited and seductive and whatnot. The downfall is that they can last two hours. Is this a normal thing? He'll be ready to come 20 minutes into it, but we'll ask to stop for seconds and then continue so we can prolong it. Look, no, no. Look, I'm angry at this. I'm jealous and angry. A two-hour blowjob is not a normal thing. I th- you're, telling, you're, you're telling me that a 20-minute blowjob, he comes? Good. You did your job. If he comes, that means you did your job. Here's what you need to do. All right? Here's what you need to do. Save yourself some time. Okay? Because if you're doing this once a week, this is this. you could watch a whole... You could watch fucking Breaking Bad. You know, you're watching long TV shows and save yourself all this time. When he says, oh, stop, I'm about to come... Here's what you do. You grab his ass, you don't let him go, and you suck his fucking dick, okay? And you know what? He's appreciative of it because that's pretty rare. Look, I know some of you are thinking, oh, yeah, my chick gives me blowjobs all the time. And I'm not saying I don't get blowjobs, okay? I'm not saying I don't. But, Tasha, if you're listening, guys, we're a pre. What we would do for just a five-minute blowjob. Like, do you know what men would do? It's it's so funny how blowjob's a single person's game. I feel like the longer you date, I mean, I know it's kind of like a hacky premise, but it's true. The longer you date, the less dicks get sucked. And what is that? I mean, the only way, in my in my, in my case, most blowjobs that are happening are, are um, you know, when it's mutual, or like a 69 type of situation. It's very rare that I, that I get sat down and she goes, shut the fuck up. Don't touch me. I'm going to suck your dick. Like that's just not something that's, that's just not a conversation that's happening. 
So for you to say that he loves a two-hour blowjob, I mean, look, yeah, I get it. Edging. Edging. Who? Yeah, that's tantric sex. But tantric sex is mutual. I mean, are you – is he is he licking your pussy for two hours? And more moreover, do you want him to? That's just incredible. How dry is your mouth afterwards? Are you drinking – do you have like uh, one of those – you know, beer helmets with the, um, you know, the straws that go into the mouth so you can hydrate. Holy shit. So anyway, let me answer this for all the people in the world. No, a two hour blowjob is not normal. Um, just because he loves it. It's like, yeah, I'd love for someone to, you know, tickle my butthole. You know, it's just, we, we don't always get what we want. Anyway, take that extra time you're saving by not blowing this guy for two hours. I mean, what are you doing? Are you watching like some long movie? Ah, jealous. People listening, what's a good time for a blowjob? Write to us, sexactuallypodcast.gmail.com. Does anyone have any funny stories? I love hearing funny stories about blowjobs and handjobs. I, I have more. I mean, I don't even remember what I've shared with you folks, but I've got so many. I mean, I, there's nothing funnier than a bad hand job story. You know, I'm talking claw marks. There's just, there's just something. But I've never had a two-hour. God forbid. Can you imagine getting a two-hour hand job? You know the Indian burn you would have from that? Holy shit. And honestly, I, I feel like a two-hour blowjob would take the fun out of blowjobs because the, the the best thing about blowjobs is not knowing how long you're gonna last i mean i think honestly folks let's let's get honest here uncle dave let's get honest with uncle dave should that be the na- new name of the podcast honesty with uncle dave here's let's get honest a good blowjob i'm talking like you're ready to go you got a plump one right a good blowjob should not last more than 180 seconds if you're you know what i mean and the guys, guys, listen to me. You shouldn't be ashamed if you come from a good blowjob in under 30 seconds. You shouldn't. It's amazing. Real quick before I get out of here. I remember once in college, I got a blowjob. I was seeing a girl. We just started just started seeing each other, and it was Halloween. And, um, oh, this is great. I was dressed up as a male gymnast. So I had like the kind of yoga-y, uh, tighter black pants on with like a tank top. And my uh, my hands were um, taped up, like my wrists were taped up. And we had like flour for, for our hands. So like we, you know, and I had taped a koozie to one hand. So I, so I could be a gymnast, but also have a, a cold beer. So that was my outfit, um, male gymnast. And we were rhythmic gymnasts too. So we had like the little ribbons and shit, as you do. But um, that was, hold on, I'm tangled up here. That was my outfit. But then I was dating some chick who, she was like Betty Boop, Betty Bob, Betty Boop. Is that what it was? She was like a, um, she had like the staff, you know, that long stick to herd sheep, and she had like a slutty little, you know, every girl in college, every girl for Halloween's dressing as a slut. I mean, I'm not breaking news by saying that, but um, she had this little like, um, you know, red like you know, sequin shiny skirt and some, you know, knee high socks and like these crazy high heels. She was like a slutty Betty Boop, Betty Bob. Is it Betty Boop or is it, I think I'm wrong on this one. Betty Bob, does, is there a Betty Bob that herds sheep? I have to know. Hold on. I got to search this. Does, I'm going to search sexy Betty Boop or is Betty Boop some sort of like, um, cartoon. I don't want to search sexy Betty. Betty Boop. Betty Boop. 
Anyway, no, Betty Boop is the, um, oh, fuck, that's not the same one. Anyway, what, either way, she was dressed up as that and she walks in, she comes, she comes over, my, all my roommates are sitting down, whatever. And, um, she walks in and immediately falls, but it's fall time in new England. She had, it was wet outside and there was like leaves. So like she had like a wet leaf underneath her heel and like took a slip. She didn't like, you know, she took a slip, but I look like the asshole who's bringing in some drunk, slutty Betty boop. And, uh, and you know, but it was more, more so that I don't think she was used to dressing up as slutty Betty boop. Uh, but anyway, she comes in and, um, I get a blowjob from Betty Boo as I'm dressed as a, uh, male gymnast, which was, um, you know, that's about how it goes on Halloween. And, uh, you know, I, there's no way I lasted a minute, you know what I mean? Just, just picturing the whole scenario of, of how blowjobs work and the costumes of it all and the wig and this and that. Anyway, it wasn't me who came early. It was the male gymnast. It was part of the character. So anyway, speaking of coming early, um, this podcast is over. Look, uh, every uh, uh, week in the month of October, I'm going to release one on Monday, and then I'm going to release one Wednesday night. So um, the Wednesday night ones, keep on listening to those. Check these out. Thanks for being a part of the show, listening to the SAP, Sex Actually Podcast, Neo World, whatever we call it. Um, share it with your friends. And um, anyway, folks, I love you guys. Hug each other. Call your moms. Tell her you love her. Um, get a blowjob from a slutty Betty Boop. And don't forget, write to me, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Ask me any questions. Tell me any funny stories. Any fun sex stories? Look, it's anonymous, folks. That's the beauty of it. I'm the only asshole who's putting my name on these personal stories and sharing them with the world. All I'm asking of you guys is to send me some funny stories back. Funny, you know, or I mean, you could go whatever direction you want. Funny, traumatizing, although, geez, please don't make me feel bad. Or do. Do you have anything you need to share? Get it off your chest. Ask me. Your boy Uncle Dave is here, right? Anyway. Oh, I wanted to go out. Fuck yeah, let's go out with that song. Jeez. Oh, it better not. Oh, that's not it. Oh, no. I am just... You know, what is worse than advertisements on a YouTube page when clearly, like, this song... Like, I could see if it's like you're watching something professional, but it's like, bro, you've got, like, 17 views on your page. Are you really trying to, you know, monetize it? Anyway, let's go out with a little Havana. Camille, Camilla Cabello, Cabello or Cabi, Cabello. Yeah. Oh, is it on the thing? Hold on. Fuck. Guys, you need better than this. You need better production quality. He took me back to East Atlanta. Na, na, na. Uh, oh, All right, folks. Everyone have a great week. Kill it out there. And don't forget to... Share some love with your friends. All right. That's the episode. Bye, folks.